Mark chapter 1, verses 40 through 45. And there came a leper to him, beseeching him and kneeling down to him and saying unto him, If thou will, thou can make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand and touched him. And say unto him, I will be thy clean. And as soon as he had spoken, Immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed and he straightly charged him and forthwith sent him away and said unto him, see thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. But he went out and began to publish it much and to blaze abroad the manner insomuch that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city, but was without in desert places. And they came to him from every corner. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just ask right now that you would be with us as we Open up the scripture, scriptures and let us learn from this encounter with the leper and Jesus Christ. Father, open up our hearts and minds to the truth of God's word. And we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. I figured it out and and I and I worked on my sermon series and what I wanted to start the year off 2022. And I, and I looked at <clears throat> some of these great encounters in the Bibles, encounters in the Bibles where, where lessons were taught. And, and I came up with about nine of them, maybe 10 or 11. If I go into the old Testament, but I want to stay in the new Testament, but I want us to learn from an encounter. And everybody know what an encounter is. Okay, an encounter in, 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 on our half may be an unexpected or a meeting with someone or something. It, it also could mean something a little more troublesome as meeting an adversity, a- adversary or an enemy. Coming face to face with something. I thought that was interesting. Coming face to face with Something, maybe an issue in our own lives. We have an encounter with it. I've heard people say, you know, after after going out shopping or going out on for the day, say I bumped into so and so, or I stumbled across so and so, or something. And 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 really, what you've experienced is an encounter. Okay, an encounter. So we're gonna look at some encounters. How many how many of us can think of? Some encounters that may be on my list. I'm, I'm going to tell you what's on the list. But the rich young ruler had an encounter with the, with the Lord. The woman caught in adultery had an encounter with the Lord. Jairus, the, the, the ruler of the synagogue, we're going to talk about him. He had an encounter with the Lord. The woman with the issue of blood had an encounter with the Lord. The two thieves... The two thieves on the cross had an encounter with the Lord. And, and one of the ones we talked about on Wednesday, when Jesus, when Jesus was resurrected, when he told Mary, he told Mary, go and tell the disciples and 
Peter. And Peter. And we're going to talk about that tender moment he had with Peter where it says, Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? And I couldn't leave this one out because this is Sylvia's favorite. One of her favorite uh, encounters was with the woman at the well. We'll talk about the encounter that she had with Jesus. Now, if I do, and that's nine, I, I love talking about David's encounter with Goliath and the three Hebrew boys encounter with Nebuchadnezzar. But we'll see how it goes. But let's let's look at this encounter with the leper or the leper's encounter with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Verse 40, one more time, and we'll put a lot of our work in verse 40 and 41. It says, there came a leper to him. How about Amen. that? How about that? We're going to look at that. Beseeching him and kneeling down to him and saying unto him, if thou will, thou can make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand and touched him and said unto him, I will be thy clean. How about that? How about that? Let's talk about let's talk about this leper. What's this? What's this leper facing? Really, really three, three, three things off the bat. This leper is facing. First of all. Most of us remember Naaman. Most of us have, who, who attend Bible study on a regular basis, we understand Naaman. Naaman, Naaman was, a, was a mighty warrior. He was a mighty soldier. Matter of fact, I believe he was a, the captain of the army. And, and, and it was 800 years prior to this that Naaman was healed of leprosy. How many of you remember Naaman was, was called to dip into the River Jordan seven times and and he refused he refused and they finally talked naming in the jump getting into the water he got in he came out he came out clean we'll talk about Gehaza in a, in a second there but but when when this leper facing this leprosy looked at his chances of ever being healed he didn't have much to go on only person that the bible records prior to this is Naaman Okay, so now not only that, the Jews taught that leprosy was a stroke of the finger of God on a person. So if a person came down with leprosy, it was considered God's judgment. So if God was the was the author of leprosy and and, and if you were taught that if you had leprosy, it was given to you by God. What do you think your chances of being Cleanse, not heal. Cleanse were slim and none, slim and none. And then, thirdly, out of all the diseases, out of all the diseases known to man at that time, leprosy was considered the most dreadful. It was considered incurable. Matter of fact, you were considered dead if you had. Leprosy. A lot of times when a person had leprosy, their family would have a funeral for that person, even though that person was still alive. And in and, and the lifespan, the lifespan of leprosy, some people say, well, you know, we, we were talking about this with Miriam and, and, and God put, put leprosy on her for 10 days. 
I imagine now after studying leprosy and, 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 and all, of, all about it, she probably was happy as a lark because leprosy usually lasts nine years. A person would be a leper for nine years before they would just turn into a ball of slime and, and die. Um, let's, let's look at the disease. I want, I want to look at this real good because it was fascinating to me when I was studying it. It starts off, you're a little tired. Now I want I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tie leprosy into sin. So that's where I'm going with this. But leprosy, it starts off just you're a little tired. Maybe you're an energetic person now, because some folks just tired all the time. Okay, but but maybe you're an energetic person, and and one day you wake up and you just tired. That's happened. You know, some days you wake up, you just don't feel like doing nothing. Okay, but but I imagine this goes on for days and days. You just you just a little tired. Okay, and then second of all, in the leprosy, the next step in leprosy, you can start getting some joint pain, some some arthritis. Okay, Toya looking at me like, okay, and I'm two for two so far. Okay, we gonna we gonna get you out of this leprosy thing. So so you get a little joint pain. All of us, Margaret, you got some joint pain. We all got some arthritis. You know. I had to wear one of them things a couple weeks ago. It just went away. And I, you know, I was just, okay, I wasn't tired, though. And then, and then, then, and then you'll notice, the leper would notice little white spots. Little white spots started appearing on the skin. And they would, they would turn from white to pink to brown. And then they would come, become very scaly. You know, you, you, you start, you know how it was back in the day. You, you, you know, you get, after they put the mercure comb on, just, just way before some of y'all times. But most of us in here remember that mercure comb. Now, you didn't even want to tell your parents you had a scratch. Because they was going right for the mercure comb. You know, that little red bottle with that little thing in it. And he pulled out, he put it on, and it just burned. And just burn, okay? And, and then a scab would form and your parents would say, don't pick on them scabs. My brother picked on scabs all the time. He was the nastiest thing. You know, I hope he listened to this, this sermon because he just picked scabs. And I just, okay, enough of that. Okay? And then, then, then they would turn into what they call nodules. And then the nodules, is the, the, the scabs would become what they would call ulcerated. Okay, and, and, and if you have an ulcer, that means there's a swelling. Okay, so these scabs would ulcerate and they would be turned pussy. They would turn pussy. Okay, stay with me. Stay with me. And, and, and then when, once they filled up, now we're talking about the leper. These, these ulcerated nodules would fill with pus. Okay, and, and, and then the pus would start leaking. All over the person, and it has a real stench to it. I was I was in a nursing home last week, and even with the N95 on, it, it something happened in there. Something happened on one of them floors, and it was bad. It was bad. And I don't like going to nursing home before twelve o'clock. I, I I try to go after twelve, you know, because stuff happens like nine, ten o'clock when you get there, and then they short of staff now. Um. Okay, so 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 these 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 nodules would be inflamed and and they would be filled with pus and the pus would just start running all over the leper's body. I, I, I'm trying to paint a picture here. I want y'all to know the hopeless condition here. Okay, and then the smell, and then you would get this taste in your mouth. 
Okay, and then the nodules would, would get attached to your vocal cords and your voice would become real raspy, okay? So, so this disease, again, would just totally consume you. There's more. Eyebrows and your hair would fall off. Your fingers and toes would, would fall off. And it would attack your nervous system so you didn't have any feelings. You would step on a nail. You would lose a foot. You wouldn't even know it because your nervous system was attacked so you had no sense of pain. Okay, you stick your hand in fire. You, you know, a lot of, lot of, lot of uh, leprosy in that day, they would just catch on fire because they, they couldn't feel it. And they get closer to the fire and then they would just catch on fire. Just kill themselves. So it was a... Debilitating disease. Okay, let me let me give you some more. Okay, you would be kicked out of the village. Okay, you would go to the leper colony, and your own family could only you know say if if Jake got leprosy, and and he would go to the to the leper camp. Now he wouldn't be able to be with his kids anymore, and he would have to he would have to be fifty feet. Front of them. They could come for a little while. And like I say, a lot of times when leper, somebody got leprosy and it, when they start seeing all this, they would just have a funeral. Okay, so 50 feet, you know, you would only be able to look at your, your loved ones for 50 feet. And that was on a day. If the wind was blowing, it was 200 feet. And, and, and you would have to put a cloth, sort of like what you guys wear. You know, you, I see people riding around in their cars that got their masks on. Okay, and, and it's sort of, you know, you know, I always think, so I spiritualize stuff. I like... <laughs> I'm like, okay, they got the cloth on, they got to cover your upper lip. And so, it, it, you know, that, I mean, think about it. I, I, I hope I can turn some of you guys into spiritual thinkers because a lot of what's going on in our world is spiritual. We have spiritual warfare. There's a lot of spiritual warfare going on, but, but they would have to, they would have to, and it, I mean, it's, just, it's going that way, cover their lips. And then when someone approached them, they had to say, what? Unclean, unclean, unclean. They had to say it three times. And they would have to. And they think, oh, you got a raspy voice. And you barely can get it out, but you have to. But even if you approach someone, there was stones surrounding the leper camp. So anytime a leper started approaching anybody, people would pick up stones. And, 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 and they, nothing worse than someone with leprosy getting hit with a rock. Because wherever that rock hits you, that part of your body might most likely going to fall off. So if they hit you on the shoulder with it and you got leprosy, you get hit with a rock. That ain't a good thing. Uh-uh. Okay, so, so now I, I, I've gotten through all that horrific part of it. Let me just talk about leprosy and sin. I'm going to talk about Jesus too. I'm going to talk about Jesus too. Okay. Leprosy. Is deeper than the, than, the, than, than the skin, okay? When you looked at leprosy, let me, let me show y'all this verse here, Leviticus 13.3. And, and I've spent a lot of time trying to make sure I can explain this to you guys. Leviticus 13.3, it says, The priest shall look on the plague in the skin of the flesh. And when the hair in the plague is turned white, and the plague in the sight being deeper than the skin of the flesh... It is the plague of leprosy. Anybody, everybody understand what I just said? Okay. If the root was black, stay with me, and the top was white, he's clean. Okay. This is how the priest would determine a person had leprosy. But if the root is white, okay, and the top is black, you have leprosy. What am I talking about? 
Because the leprosy attacks the skin surface. So if what's coming out of you is white, you have leprosy. Okay? And if the skin, it says, and if the plague sight be deeper than the skin of the flesh, you have the plague of leprosy. So if you had a scab, and you know, you know how we used to say, down to the white meat. If that scab was below the surface of the skin, you had leprosy. What am I talking about? Let me, let me give you a, a verse to counter that. Because, you know, we, we always talk about the sin. Sin is, is deeper than the skin. All right? You know, and, and we have a form of leprosy, too. People have a form of leprosy, too. And again, how do you tell? You're talking to maybe not a, 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 a leopard, but a person who has a problem with sin. Watch this. Here's Jesus' own words. He said, but those things, Matthew 15, 18. He said, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart. And they defile the man, for out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication, thefts, false witnesses, blasphemies. Now watch. These are the things which defile a man. Okay? These are the things that defile a man. You know, just, just, just... the very things that come out of our heart. Now, how do we how do we how do we deal with our heart? What has to happen for us to change what comes out of our heart? We need a new heart. Amen. We need a new heart. And then, even when we get that new heart, anybody anybody ever get a heart transplant? Even when they get that new heart, they had to get that heart strong. Okay, they got to make sure all the valves is working. You know, and so so when God gives us a new heart, we'll know. I mean, how, how long does it take for you to talk to someone to realize they have a bad heart? Okay. Now, we ain't that, them kind of doctors. But if that mouth, if that mouth is putrid and wicked and, and full of hatred and envy and blasphemy and false witnesses and adulteries and fornication, you know, you're talking to somebody with a bad heart. Leprosy, leprosy. This one, this one's interesting to me, and we've talked about this many times. Leprosy starts out small. Leprosy starts out small. What does how does sin start out? How does sin small start out? You you talk to you know, I can go down my list. I got you know, I have a list here, all the sins in the world. I don't need to I don't need to rehash them, but every one of them started off small. Okay? Somebody said the Titanic, the Titanic started off with a small crack. Okay? It didn't start off, you know, it hit a big iceberg and a big hole came through the Titanic. It was a small crack. Okay? And that's how sin starts off. We think about we think about David. Think about David. Man after God's own heart. Okay? We all for all have sinned and fell falling short of the glory of God. Here's David. How did, how did he get into the mess he got into? Start off small. One little spot of laziness. Where was David at? It was a time when men were at war. Where was David at? Okay. 
Start off small. Next thing you know, he, 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 it turned into what? Adultery. And then it turned into an unwanted pregnancy. And then it turned into lies. And then it turned into murder. Y'all hear me say it all the time. I've said it for years from this pulpit. Sin will always take you further than you planned on going. Keep you there longer than you planned on staying. And cost you more than you planned on spending. Uh-huh. Okay? All the time. You think about you think about someone who steals. And first it might be $10. I got away with that. $50. Maybe still in front of the company. You may be still in front of the company. Oh, $10. I got away with that. I ain't noticed it. $50, $150, $500, dollars $20,000. Now you're in jail. Now you're in jail. Okay? So, so like, like leprosy, sin. Okay? Sin, leprosy, leprosy is one of the greatest illustrations in the Bible about sin. So when you talk about sin, leprosy, even though we, you know, I gave you all that graphic information, maybe, maybe that was over the top a little bit, but it's an illustration. Sin is nasty. Okay? Sin is nasty. All right, so, so when we look, at, we look at leprosy and how it defiles everything it touches. When this leper, when this leper appeared, mm-hmm. okay, now, now Luke says uh, the same story in Luke 5, 12. Luke says he was full of leprosy. That means it was full blown. So when a leper, when a leper moved around, this is why they weren't allowed around people. When they moved around, they left wet spots everywhere they walked. Every time they walked, they would leave wet spots. You could smell them. You could smell them miles away. You know, you ever you ever been riding through the backwoods countries and, and there was a manure, a cow farm and the manure was being turned over? Or even if you bought some mulch, you know, you get two, two, three squares of mulch dumped in your driveway. Okay? Leper camp smelled like that all the time. It was just putrid. And everything a leper touched was defiled. It was considered defiled. Okay? Now, you think about, you think about sin. And I, and I think about people that I've talked to over the years and working in the prisons, different things, and, and working with these kids that, that have all these issues. You know, and then they get cooked on drugs and they steal their mother's purses. They steal their fam- steal from their family. It's sort of like leprosy. OK, you don't want them around. You don't want them around. And somebody come to your house. Imagine somebody come some, someone come to your house and steal from you. That 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 creates a problem. That creates a problem. OK, and, and, and so it is with sin. So it is with leprosy. So it is with sin. It, 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 it messes with relationships. OK. It messes with relationships. And most of us in here, we are very protective of our families and, our, and the things that we worked hard for, okay? We, we, we are very protective of our children and our families and the things that we work hard for, okay? And, and some people say, ah, oh, you value your stuff too much. Nothing. If you work hard, okay? You go to work every day and you grinding and you, you got you a, a nice brand new microwave. You don't want somebody coming in your house stealing it. I mean, it ain't nothing but a microwave. I, I hear people say that kind of stuff. No, it was my microwave. I, you know, I heated up my chicken wings in there. Okay. Get your own microwave. I went out here and grind and you get your own microwave. And, 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 and those type of people, you know, think about, think about Aiken. Think about Aiken. Sin. 
Achan, Achan was a leader in, in all of Israel. He was probably one of Joshua's mainstays, someone that Joshua trusted. But what happened to that relationship? Sin entered. Uh-huh. Sin entered into Achan's heart. And, 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 and God had already said, don't, t- don't what? Don't no touch thing. nothing. He didn't, I don't think he said don't take anything. He might have. I, let me, I, I, he, but I know initially he said don't touch nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you can tell your kids not to touch something. That gives them motivation to touch it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it just, you know. It, okay. You have, you have a, you, well, you look at, you can look at Adam and Eve. You can have, don't t- he said, listen, you can have all this. All, I mean, all these trees, a beautiful garden, you can have it all. But this little one right here, don't touch that one. Did he really say that? <laughs> Did God really say that? Because it sounds crazy. Did he really say that, Eve? Go on, touch that tree. God knows once you touch that tree, you're going to be... All right. Sin will poison your relationship with God. You will poison your relationship with God. Let me, you know, I just got to keep me straight. I'm just a straight shooter. Okay. I pray. I pray. One of of my prayers, I say, God, don't, 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 don't let me ever be a stinking, compromising, cowardly preacher. I mean, I just, I just ask that. That's just part of my prayer. But I believe sin separates more people from the church than they would ever admit to. Amen. Okay? And, and well, we, it's convenient now because we have COVID. Okay? And, and people have left the church, Margaret, and some of you guys that have been in church all your life over the most petty reasons. Yeah. I couldn't sing. Oh, it was a choir. It was the one deacon. It was the usher. It was the color of the carpet. It was they asked for money. No, most of the time, it's sin. Amen. It's sin, okay? Watch what Isaiah says. I like when these prophets back me up. He says, Isaiah 59, 2, he said, But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not here, listen, sin separates us from our relationship with God. And if sin separates us from our relationship with God, yeah. it's going to separate us from our relationship with God's people. Okay? Yeah. It will. Okay? Leprosy, leprosy isolates you. Okay, when you have when you have sin, you're a member of the church and you're viable and people love you and you fall into sin. Okay, this is why I say we are only accountability partners. We 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 look for certain people every Sunday, every Wednesday, every time we meet because we we if you're not here. Okay, and I've said this, if I don't see some of y'all for weeks at a time, I, I know you're in trouble. I just know it. Know why? Because Satan don't care. Amen. Okay? Satan, Christians are number one on Satan's menu. Okay? You know, he don't have to be at the bar. You think, something like Satan at the bar. What are you at the bar for? <laughs> Satan at the strip club. What's Satan at the strip club for? 
He owned a strip club. He want he want he want pick pick us off one at a time. And and whatever excuse you need, whatever excuse you need, you know it was the choir. Church too cold. Church asked for money. It's the preacher. Preach too long. Preach don't preach short. Preach short too short. Whatever. Listen, leprosy. Destined for the fire. Let me say. Let me tell you what I mean. Watch what it says. Here's Leviticus again. Leviticus talk about leprosy a lot, but Leviticus thirteen fifty two. Now stay with me. Talking about leprosy. I'm gonna get to the good part. But this is good to me. He shall therefore burn that garment, whether warp or wool, in woolen or in linen, or anything of skin where the plague is, for it is a fretting leprosy. It shall be burnt in the fire. Everything sin touches or everything leprosy touches shall be burnt in the fire. Let me give you let me give you a, another verse. Psalms 9 and 17. See, folks don't, folks don't want to understand this, but it says this. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. Let me tell y'all something. America, now I'm not talking about the saints, but America has forgotten God. Amen. America has forgotten God. I'm not talking about this party or that party. I'm talking about America. Okay? America has forgotten God. Okay? And guess what? God is nothing to play with. Let me put it that way. That's what it's put it down with. And a lot of things that we're struggling with as a country. Okay, they, there was a preacher years ago. He, he he made a statement. He made a statement that that some people. I didn't take it out of context. I don't know how he meant it. Okay, but it 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 meant something to me. Two preachers said it. Okay, both of them were condemned. Jeremiah Wright said it, and Jerry Falwell said it. Okay, and it cost both of them. But they said America's. Chickens have come home to roost. Okay? Now, what Jerry Falwell meant was America's love for sin. America's America's, uh, acceptance of homosexuality and all that lifestyle and abortion has caused God to turn on America. Okay? Amen. And they went after him. They went after him to the point where he just passed away, okay? Because they made him retract what he said. They made him publicly retract what he said. I, I didn't find no wrong in it. Amen. Okay. Amen. That's right. Okay. See, let me let me give you this verse, and then I'm gonna move on to 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 Jesus and his his dealing with this with this leper. But in Revelation 21, and I, I hope you guys write some of these down and understand this. And understand this. John is writing under inspiration of God. And he says this. He says, but the fearful 
and the unbelieving and the abominable and murders and, and murderers and whoremongers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, what am I talking about? Sin is headed to the fire. Sin is headed to the fire. Here, here we go. We get interested. It, it, it's been interesting to me. I, I keep saying that. Watch this. His desire. We, we want to see the leper's desire. See, see, if, if, if you hear the word of God and you see the word of God, and this is why I heard, I heard Jake pray it. I heard, I think Sylvia said it in Sunday school. You know, people ought to look at us and see God at work in our lives. Okay? So I don't know what caused this leper to wake up this, this morning in the leper camp and say, you know what? I don't care if it costs me everything. I'm getting to Jesus. Amen. Okay? I don't know. Maybe a street preacher. Maybe a street preacher that came to the leper camp. Maybe someone that had been delivered or healed from something. And said, Jesus is coming. And he can heal everything. I don't know what woke this man up. But something woke him up. And something woke us up. Okay? Something woke us up. Okay? Now. He heard that Jesus was coming. He heard that Jesus was healing everybody. And Jesus was. Jesus was healing everybody. And I don't think Jesus cared who knew. He wanted people to come to him. Listen to, listen to Matthew 4 and 23. Watch with Jesus. And it says, And Jesus went out about into all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. That message went out like wildfire. And I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm pretty sure there was somebody outside the leper camp saying, hey, all you lepers, Jesus is coming this way. I, only one leper came. This is not the story where the ten lepers came. This is the story of one leper. One leper. And like I said, he risked it all. He put everything on the line when he approached Jesus. Mm-hmm. Think about that. When he approached Jesus, he put everything on that line. So I don't know what happened to him that morning. Maybe he just got a, a cup of courage. He woke up and said, you know what? I'm tired of living like this. You ever get anybody like that? Okay. No, this, this is a good lesson because, you know, when you're talking to people who, who you want to minister to and witness to, you know, you sit here and like, ain't you tired of living like that? Ain't you tired of living like that? Ain't you tired of waking up to the same old mess all the time? Think about that. Okay? See, see, the leper, the leper, something happened in this leper's life. He woke up. He said, you know, I'm not. If I'm going to die, I'm going to go out swinging. Amen. Okay? I'm going to go out swinging. And he, the Bible says, and he approached Jesus. Watch what it said. And the leper, verse 40, came and there came a leper to him. Here's Jesus. Crowd of people, maybe thousands of people following Jesus at this time. And, And this leper leaves the leper camp. He does the unthinkable. And he approaches Jesus. The Bible says the leper came to him. That means he put everything 
on the line. This was life or death. Guess what? Guess what happened? Nobody stoned him. That's fascinating. That's the first thing you, you should look at. Nobody stoned him. And all the people, all the people had to be glued on Jesus. And he came to Jesus. The Bible says the leper came to Jesus beseeching him, begging him, begging him what? Begging him what? He's begging him right now to hear my cry. Okay? He hasn't said anything yet. He's just begging him to stop. Like like blind Bartimaeus on the side of the road. Blind Bartimaeus was howling and screaming, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And he was just screaming it. Okay? And the people in the crowd, oh, Lord, have mercy. The crowd, crowd, the crowd, beware the crowd. Beware the crowd. Okay, and the crowd told him, be quiet, shut up. Okay, but he yelled all the more. Why? Because it's life or death. Okay, so now the leper came to him, beseeching him, begging him, screaming, please hear me. And and, and, and if that wasn't enough, I, I think this leper might have been a preacher. See, preachers can go to the leper camp. Okay, we know that. A lot of good people can go to the leper camp, you know. We and we was if, if leprosy was alive and well today, there'd be a whole lot of people in the Congress and the Senate going to the leper camp. Okay, <laughs> believe me. Okay, he came begging him, and watch what he did next. Anybody see that? I'll stand with me, verse by verse, mm-hmm. and kneeling. And nearly he got down on his knees. Now, this ain't no easy task for a leper, but I'm telling you, he's all in. He's got full-blown leprosy. So if he got down on his knees, if Jesus don't do his healing, he may he's not getting up. Okay? His knees would be on the ground. I mean, it wasn't like a carpet. You know, dirt road, you a leper, you ran out of the leper camp, you should have died on the spot. But now you are screaming, which Spreading all these contaminations all around. And now you're kneeling down to him. You're kneeling down to him. Wait a minute, stop right there. What's he kneeling down for? What's he kneeling down for? See, once, once, see, once you get down to the wire, once you get down to where you need a divine act of God to, to come into your life, now you yeah. realize who God is and you realize that he and only he has the power to save you. Now you're kneeling down in honor, in humility, in submission, and in reverence, and in worship, okay? So he's kneeling down under him. He ain't worried about the crowd. Nope. He's not kneeling down to the crowd. See, a lot of folks don't come to the Lord because of the crowd. They worry about what somebody's going to say. A lot of folks will die and go to hell because they're worried about what somebody's going to say because they worship Jesus. I always say it's a narrow road to lead to heaven. Amen. And few be on that road. I'm going I'm to quote that verse until death do us part. Okay. He, he kneeled down under him. He blocked out the noise. Forget about what people say. Because, you know, a lot of folks, a lot of folks believe I'm the craziest man in the world. All right. Go to church all the time, always studying, praying. You know, you, 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 you do this and you, you, you do it like you really like it. Okay. Don't ask the people for nothing. They ain't begging all the time. I, listen, listen, listen. I am honored. Amen. I am honored that God has used me these many years. Okay. Despite my 
sins and trials and difficulties in life. I can still sit here and say, thank you, Lord, for giving me a voice to, to declare what thus say the Lord. And watch what this leopard does. Watch what he says. Mm-hmm. Total confidence in who Jesus was. Okay? Remember, this was a Jew. This leopard was a Jew. See, 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 and, and he would have known, he would have known Jesus. You know, they only had the Old Testament, the first five books, but Jesus is all over them. Every Jew knew that Jesus was coming and and all these sacrifices was one day going to end. Genesis Genesis 3 talks about one day the the son is going to be born. He's going to put the heel on the snake's neck or head, however. So he would have known who Jesus was. Maybe he hadn't accepted him up until this time. But see, sometimes, you know, God's word has a return. Boy, our children in here, you know, Jake's little babies in here, they're going to remember the fact that Jake raised them up in church, brought them up in the church. Okay? Now, now, now they may not get saved today, 35 years old. I don't know. I'm, I'm not even going to take the office of a prophet. I don't know. But I know they will not have an excuse. And Amen. our children don't. Amen. Our children don't. I can look here and, 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 and I, I see them sitting in their seats hearing the word of God. Okay. Okay. Now, I don't know how that seed is working. I don't know. I, see, when you plant a seed, you don't know what's going on, on the, in the ground. Amen. I know it's in them. I know it's in them. If thou will. What's he saying? He said, you can do anything. He, he said, he's at the feet of the right person. He said, you can do it. That's what he's saying. He said, if thou will. Okay? He didn't say if you can muster up enough. You know, there was no hesitation. There was no doubt that the leper was in the presence of Jesus Christ who had all power to do anything. He says, if thy will. Okay? Mark leaves out a key word that Luke. See, see when you're looking at these gospels. Luke, as a doctor, Luke was a little, a little bit more meticulous in his teaching. But in Luke, if you read Luke chapter 5, 12, and, and, and Luke says, when the leper came to Jesus, he said, if thy will, Lord. Okay? Amen. Lord. And, he, and, 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 and again, and again, let me, let me look at it. He says, if thy will, watch, thou can Make me clean. Y'all heard that right. There's a difference between a healing and a cleansing. Okay? The leper didn't need a healing. He needed a cleansing. Okay? The leprosy had defiled him. The leprosy had made him unclean. Okay? So he needed a cleansing. So he went to Jesus. He went to the right person. He went in the right way. And if we want our prayers answered, here's a good way to approach Jesus Christ. Because there's nothing too hard for the Lord. Okay? Sometimes we got to block out the crowd, stop worrying about everything, get down on our knees, and humble reverence and worship and ask God, listen, listen, you know what I'm dealing with. Okay? You know I want my children saved. I want my husband saved. I want my co-workers saved. Praying is serious business. Amen. Praying is serious business. If thou will. I like that. 
Thou canst make me clean. Let me get back to my page. Let me get back to my page. Thou canst make me clean. Amen. Amen. The old leper. How about that? Have reached a point in his life. I say this all the time. Sometimes we just got to let folks let folks. We've done all we've done all we can do. Yeah, we can do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we sometimes we just got to be like Pilate. 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 What Pilate do? Got the, got the water. I ain't done all I can do. Okay. Now we got to let God do it. Okay. Because I didn't done all I could do. It's, it's in God's hands now. Okay. Sometimes we have to let leprosy run its course. It is painful. It was always in God's hands. It was always in God's hands. Okay. Some lost souls. How about this? Mm-hmm. Some lost souls will only be saved by divine intervention. We, you know, really, we we can't save anybody. Amen. It's not our job to save anybody. It, it, what is our job? So seed. Mm-hmm. It's our job to sow seed. God, if God don't work on that seed, then we got problems. Or they gonna have problems. Okay. So, so all eyes on Jesus. If Thou will, Thou can make me clean. Okay. Listen. What happens today? And these lepers. These, these lepers are, are, are coming out and, and folks are actually scared. Folks are actually scared. They got not, and I'm not talking about leprosy. I'm, I'm just talking about sick folk. We live in a day now where sick folk need to hear from the Lord. They need to hear from God's people and God's people are ready to stone them. That's a tragedy. Amen. That's a tragedy. We should be, as believers, some of the most compassionate people ever. Jesus didn't stone this man. Jesus didn't stone this man. This man had full-blown leprosy. And, 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 and Jesus, Jesus could have told the crowd, based on the law, he should be stoned. We're going to talk about this with the woman called in adultery too. But what did Jesus do? What did Jesus do? Think about this now as I, as I read this. What did Jesus do? Think about it. He done the unthinkable. Jesus done the unthinkable. Because back in those days, if you touch someone with leprosy, it was, it was considered that leprosy would transfer to you. Okay? Okay? If I'm, if I'm out, if I'm at the hospital and I got to go and visit a COVID positive person, you know, I got to put the mask on, I got to put the gloves on, I got to put a gown on, I got to put the shield on, all that. Jesus wouldn't have had to do that. Amen. <laughs> and Jesus wouldn't have had to do all that to go in the COVID unit. He just go in there. Okay. He just go in there and touch him because, see, see, when Jesus touched this man, okay, Jesus' purity purified him. This man's sin, this man's leprosy had no effect on Jesus. Amen. How about that? This man's leprosy had no effect on Jesus. Now watch what Jesus did. He done the unthinkable. Listen, and, and Jesus, I like this, moved with compassion. Let me, let me stop there. What moved Jesus to compassion? This man, this man, was willing to put 
everything on the line. He he was basically saying, you know what? Okay? Because he was he knew he was supposed to die. But he knew something about Jesus. And Jesus moved with compassion. Watch what he do. Put for his hand. Imagine the people around him. Imagine the people around him. Around, imagine the people around Jesus. They everybody's sitting there like, oh my God, oh my God. And Jesus knew it. And he put forth his hand and touched him. Touched this man. Full-blown leprosy, nine years, had never been, hadn't been touched. Had not been touched. Had not seen anyone even, even show him any kind of affection or any kind of love or any kind of grace or any kind of mercy. Listen, listen. I walk through nursing homes. I can spend hours in there talking to these old people. I might have one client in a nursing home. I sit there in the little TV room with them, and then five or six of them come in. They had no man come in and talk to them for years. Some of them for years. And then I touch them and pat them on, touch their head and touch their shoulders and pray with them. And, 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 and honestly, you can see, you can see the power of touch. Okay, this leper, this leper had been touched, not by no mortal man like myself or one of you guys. He was touched by the master. He was touched by the king. He was touched by God. And when he was touched, watch this now. Watch this. Watch this. And Jesus moved with compassion. Okay. Put forth his hand and touched him and said unto him. He answered his question. He says, I will, I will, I will, I will what? He says, I will make thee clean. Watch this, watch this. Be thou clean. And as soon as he has spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. Jake, he didn't give him a prescription to write aid. Okay, he didn't say, you know, now go to write aid and get some of this cream. And if it flare up, just rubs. No, no, no. No. He was clean. He was clean. Bible says he was cleansed. Okay. No, 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 no. Stay with me. I don't know where I'm at with time and I want to finish this. And he straightly charged him and forthwith sent him away. Bye. You clean. Okay. Then he gave him some instructions and said unto him, see thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. He was a little disobedient. We would have been too. Because the first folks we was going to see is our family. Because we wouldn't have no resources to get the two turtle doves. So we had to go see our families. And, and once you showed up, all cleaned up, might, might, have been, might have been, he might have been popular. He might have been someone that everybody knew. Sound like he was. So once he got to the camp, once he got, once he got clean, he was, he went out and began to publish it. And the blaze abroad the matter in so much that Jesus could no more openly enter the city. Now, but let me, let me talk about what Jesus told him to do. And I'm going to close. Jesus told him, 
Okay. We didn't, we didn't got all, we didn't went through a lot. I didn't think I was ever going to get through all this. What did Jesus tell them to do? Go show thyself to the priests. All right, so, so, so what, what the word of God is saying here, he was supposed to go to the priest. Now, he couldn't go into the city because he was still considered unclean until he was shown to the priest. Okay, so the priest had to come out of the city and check him out and determine whether he was clean or not. Okay, now, the way they would do that he would take two turtle doves, okay, and the priest would kill one and take his blood and mix it with water and sprinkle his blood on the live bird and then let the live bird fly away. And that was indicating that he was now determined to be free of leprosy. Jesus our great high priest. We can't go to heaven. Why? Because we got a type of leprosy. So Jesus knowing that. Stepped out of heaven. Okay. And, and where did he die at? The Bible said outside the gate. Okay. And he died for our sins. Our, his blood was sprinkled on us. And now that we are children of God, we are determined to be clean. And now, based on Jesus' work, mm-hmm. Amen. we can go to heaven. Okay? Not because we're going to heaven like, well, you know what? I'm in heaven. I ain't sinned in the last six months before I die. No. All your sins. All your sins. Amen. All your sins. Past, present, and future have been what? Washed and clean and covered. We are covered in God's righteousness. I heard somebody say it today. I hear it all the time. Listen, listen. We ain't losing nothing. Okay? I think our job is to make sure we have it. Okay? We ain't losing it. You, 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 you know. Listen. Once saved, always saved. But you better make sure you got the right stuff. Amen. You better make sure you got the right stuff. And, and, and how do you know it? How do you know? We said it in Sunday school this morning. Anybody that's truly a, a child of God, they're going to be a worshiper. They're going to praise. They're going to study the God, study the Bible. They're going to be around God's people. They're going to be worshipers. Okay? Don't, don't, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it the day you die. Okay? Because if your loved ones and family and friends don't know whether or not you're going to heaven when you die, you ain't going. Amen. I'm going to say that again. If your loved ones, co-workers, family, friends don't know whether you're going to heaven or not when you die, you ain't going. All right, I got to say it one more time. I get an amen out of jail. <laughs> if your loved ones and family and friends and co-workers at the fire station don't know whether you saved when you die, you ain't saved. Jesus. <laughs> I know that makes sense. Okay? This is we, we serve a what? A risen Savior. Okay? How do we know? Because he what? He lives. He lives. He lives inside of us. 
You can't have nothing living inside of you you don't know. Amen. <laughs> you just can't. You know, I mean, if you, listen, if you eat the wrong thing, and you go to the Chinese food restaurant, and you get some bad sushi, you know something inside of you ain't right. You can't have the spirit of God in you and not know it. Amen. Okay? Because it's going to control you. It's going to demand you. It's going to call you to accountability. It's, it is. It is. Amen. Amen. Lessons from the leper. Lessons from the lepers. Let us, let us pray. Precious Lord, thank you this day. Thank you, woman. Second day of 20, second Sunday of 2020.